Hello, everybody. We got rankings to talk about Tuesday night basketball to recap. And then let's talk about Friday night games as well. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Hope everyone is doing well. It is a frigid day in Ankeny, Iowa. Snow is racking up. We got a white Christmas, but we've also got basketball heating up. The season's starting to take shape. We've got teams' identities starting to form. Resumes getting weaker, so stronger. Um, definitely a lot more info we know now than we did perhaps even like three days ago. So right away, uh, my rankings, top 25 on the PK Podcast Twitter came out and Instagram as well. Um, I think that's what we'll start the show with, just talking about my viewpoint of these rankings. Kind of updating also since I don't update these every single night because I don't think that's a good way of uh, forming rankings because then you're subject to just recency bias and what you think of that night. It's good to look at it from a whole week, uh, I think. So, Right away, uh, to kind of just start off, we've got Walking Northwest number one. This team is ridiculous. They're easily the number one team. I'm shocked at how there was no hangover effect after the Walkie game. They had to go face Southeast Polk. Southeast Polk doesn't have a win yet on the season. They've been playing bad basketball. But the thing is with uh, Southeast Polk, they're still a team that can hang around. They hung around with Waukee. Um, and Indianola, they came within four points, I believe. So that's a team you're scared to play just because you know if you lose to them, it's a terrible for your resume. You look bad. But, I mean, there's no reward. It's one of those kind of lose-lose type. You beat them, you're expected to. But they're my number one team easy. They're coming off an absolute just domination against Ankeny. That was the most lifeless I've seen Ankeny since – the Milwaukee games with Tucker DeVries, Omaha, and Peyton Sanford all on the same team. Price was also on that team as well. Um, all right, moving on to number two, we've got Waukee. Now, eight people slided in, slid in uh, Kennedy at number two. I've got Waukee at number two. I think those are kind of interchangeable. I don't think there's a, a big gap between those two. It came down to me is I'm not going to diss on Waukee for losing by two on the road to the number one team in the state, especially when there is, you can call it kind of a foulish type play, a play that, I mean, I was kind of surprised at the moment they didn't call one. Props to Waukee Northwest, though. They beat Waukee with Price Sanford having a bum leg. That's the thing that I think people don't realize. A lot of people like to point to the refs for that Waukee game, but I would say that it's more impressive that Waukee Northwest won with Price kind of how he was. Now, Price is healthy, so um, we're they're back at it. But uh, that rematch, I think, will be really fun to watch. Um, obviously, the first game was ridiculous. I think the Waukee's uh, stadium is or basketball court, whatever you want to call it, is almost more exciting of an atmosphere than the Waukee Northwest basketball gym. So that game's going to be loud. It's going to be crazy. Waukee, I, I mean, it's tough to 
kind of bet against them because of that revenge type aspect. But I mean, Joaquin Northwest is playing unbelievable, unbelievable basketball. So uh, let's move on to three. We got Kennedy again. I mean, Kennedy could be two. They could be three. Uh, they've got a really impressive resume, especially with that win over Cedar Falls. Cedar Falls did hang around at least. Uh, if, if Kennedy would have blown Cedar Falls out of the water, then I would have definitely moved them to two. But, uh, I mean, they beat Cedar Falls pretty handily, though, uh, by 10 point, 12 points. Um, Anthony Galvin is a guy to definitely watch. He, he played great. He pulled like a half quarter with a minute to go and made it. Um, didn't matter. No, but um, uh, still impressive how good Kennedy is with team ball. Uh, they've got one, I'd say one, Kobe Dolphin is the one guy I'd look at and be like, that guy is their like bucket getter. Like he, if he could drop 30 plus on certain nights, but overall their team is so balanced, like incredibly just, I mean, you got Schlack, you've got Courtney, you got Kenzie obviously is ridiculously good. Best point guard in the state. Um, yeah, best point guard in the state, I'd say. You could maybe give Cade or Kelderman the – depends on where you're from, basically. I'd say Kenzie's the top, just overall point guard in the state. And then you've got Kobe Dolphin, who we all know can light up a gym any given day. All right, so number four, I've got Indianola. Indianola is interesting mainly because – they're going to play a lot of teams that you're not really going to be looking out for. They're playing 3A teams or they're playing the fringe fringe good uh, 4A teams. I haven't looked ahead at their schedule, but I know they will end up playing probably some decent comp in 4A. I really think this Indian old team has a really good chance at making state this year. I'm pretty high on them. Kingery looks great. He was kind of silent against Ankeny, but, I mean, Braden Dre stepped up big time for them. I think overall they've just got a good team. They're one of those teams I'm scared of, though. I could definitely see them losing some some point down the road. Um, I could pull up their schedule. I might just do that real quick just so I can talk about how their future looks because I think they're a team definitely that everyone's going to be looking for. I mean, you're either high on them or you're not. The AP poll really isn't. I think they've got them at like 10th or tied for 7th, I guess, because they had an insane set, like four-way tie on the AP poll. Um, but uh, you're either high on them or you think they're frauds, basically. That's how they've got Norwalk coming up. I know that game's going to be a, a pretty big one because Norwalk, I mean, they're coming off three straight. I actually think that could possibly be a good game. Problem is it's on the road. Um, They play at Waukee. Yeah, there it is. I remember last year they played at Waukee too. So uh, I think they – did they beat Waukee? I think they did last year. They also got Johnston at Indianola, so – yeah, they've got some prove it games. I've only I'm only point looking at two games that are gonna be really hard for them. I mean, obviously the three A schools like DCG, DCG's four A now, but DCG's good. I mean, you've got um, Pella. Pella could be a good game. Clear Creek, Amana down the road. Norlock again. You get Bondurant. Yeah. So typical uh, lineup for them in their uh, conference. All right. Moving on to number five, we've got Centennial. Centennial, the number five ranked team on my poll. Shocking. Like, they've been ridiculously good to start the season. They've got wins over Valley and Johnson are their two kind of marquee wins. Ames, Dowling, and Urbandale are their other three. Giving them five mainly because they're just un- they're undefeated. 
you can't knock them for that. They've got kind of a prove it game with Waukee. I think if they keep it close, I think Waukee could potentially blow them out just mainly because I don't know who's matching up with Omaha. And uh, I mean, that's the player that's going to drop 20 plus and you got to at least somewhat contain them. Like I guess Waukee Northwest didn't really need Omaha to have a bad night. It was more of they just did a great job limiting everyone else. But I'd still say you got to at least be able to guard them. If Centennial can keep it close, I think they will solidify that fifth ranking or at least a top like eight ranking. Um, Centennial Winkle has been playing phenomenal basketball along with um, – who's another guy on their team? I'm blanking. Oh, Chase Shetty is also playing good ball. And I think Drew Shears is a pretty good option uh, shooting-wise. So moving on to six – We've got, I've got Cedar Falls there. Cedar Falls just took the loss to Kennedy. Um, I'm not sure if I'll move them down yet. Kennedy's – that top three, losing to them should not be a, a damper to your resume. If you keep it somewhat close, I think you should almost gain from it. Um, Cedar Falls had about an eight-point, six-point game at some points late in the game, I think third and fourth quarter type area. So I'll probably keep them high. depends on what uh, these other four bubble-ish teams kind of do because – these other four teams are kind of in a weird, a weird spot ranking wise. So moving on to, well, actually let's keep talking. I mean, we got Anthony Gavin and Dallas Bear. That's a good team. Um, they've only played two games. It's kind of hard to write the picture for them yet. I don't even know their identity looks like Anthony Galvin's their guy, but um, I'm not sure yet based on them only playing two games. They'll probably have a really good record by the end of the season because they're Cedar Falls and they're an elite basketball school. All right, moving on to Valley. Valley, the super young team, I was extremely high on them in the beginning of the season. They haven't really lived up to that yet. But I, I'm hanging on for this team mainly because they're super young. And I think if you give them time, they're going to be a terrifying team to play later. I mean, I can't – I'm just thinking from back – in high school, like if I had to match up with Valley in a sub-state game with this roster, I'd be pretty uh, terrified of what could happen. Um, they've got a bona fide stud in uh, Curtis Stenson, and then uh, Zay Robinson is moving up to the starting lineup tonight. Uh, that'll be big for them. I, I'm He's one of the best players or best underclassmen in the state. Um, they've got Ames tonight, by the way. This is recording on a Thursday. So they've got Ames, and I think – they will win that game, move to three and two. The problem is with their resume, they've lost to the two best teams they play. Walking Northwest was a close game in the fourth, but Walking Northwest also dismantled or just dominated them. Uh, I just made up a word on the fly almost right there. Um, so I'm I'm waiting on Valley. Valley's holding a top ten spot because of what they could be. If you disagree with that, that can make sense. But um, I'm hanging on with how good Valley can be. All right, eight, Iowa City West, they will without a doubt be dropping out of probably the top 10, maybe the 10 spot. Losing to Wallert Wallert Catholic, um, I can't really really kind of make an excuse for that. Uh, Their team, I think, is way better than sometimes they perform. I was high on them last year, and they just didn't live up to any of the expectations I wanted them to. Um, With Jack McCaffrey there, they're obviously a player in – going to the well but and they've got Kareem Earl too they've got a good roster they just haven't been able to perform yet 
Um, they're one of those teams I'd wait on. I don't think their identity is written on the wall yet. Every team, in my opinion, in basketball especially, should be given kind of a a leeway game where they just kind of played a bad game. You play 22 games, it's hard to ha- with high school players especially to play complete 22. That's why going undefeated is almost un- like unimaginable. Um, the only team that really has a shot is probably Kennedy and Joaquin Northwest. Um, just looking at what schedule? Iowa City West's schedule, real quick. I mean, just in case our website crashed, that's that's dope, dude. All right. Um. Yeah. Never mind. Not gonna look at their schedule unless it randomly works when I click this again. Well, that's okay. It loaded. Um. So we've got. Linmar, that I mean, they could lose that game. I'm not really confident looking at like any of these like 50 50 games. Um, they dominated Iowa City Liberty, I think they deserve credit for that. But close win against Davenport West, and I think Davenport West is kind of a sleeper team this year, so I'm not that bad, like gonna discredit them that much. And uh, I don't know if that Clear Creek Amana game was a I no, that was a legit, that wasn't a scrimmage, so yeah, they're. Only one loss. I'm not gonna obviously write the write their entire identity in four games, but I'm concerned. I'm definitely concerned about this team. Linmar, I mean, they're a good team, and you've got Burlington down the road. That game will be phenomenal. Uh, Cedar Falls, they've got a ridiculous away stretch. Holy cow! They have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight away games. Jeez, man. All right. Um, that's absolutely brutal. And that away stretch also features Burlington, Cedar Falls, Linmar, and Xavier. That is absolutely ridiculous that that even is possible to play six away games. But it happens. Johnston at nine. They continued with Centennial. They're a weird team because they lost to Dowling. And that's kind of the, the game that's the – the black mark on the resume, the centennial game, I'm not going to hold against them. Double overtime. You basically are tied with that team in my opinion. Um, but I mean, Dowling's loss is pretty bad. They hung with Waukee Northwest. They're the only team besides Waukee to hang with Waukee Northwest. I think that's a big, that's one of the big things. I think Johnson's going to fit right in that role of teams. You don't want to play just because they could contend with you any week. Like, any of these top seven teams like Valley playing Johnston uh, soon, that's a scary game for Valley. It's kind of a huge game actually, because these two teams are kind of on the bubble of being like contenders or not. I mean, I'd be hesitant to say Johnston could contend this year, but I would definitely say you can't write them off. Um, 10 Ankeny without a doubt dropping out of the top 10, maybe even the 14, 15 range. Um, I was high on this team. They've been decimated with injuries slash uh, just not eligible to play. So they've got Carson Weedy, who was pretty pretty good last year, good defender, could shoot threes. Um, he is out for the season with the injury. So that was a big hurt to them. And I think Alex Aguirre last year, they were kind of expecting that he would be able to play next year, and he ended up not being eligible. Uh, he was a reclassification kid. So – that team obviously looks way better, um, but right now they just offensively haven't been that great. I don't think they've scored above 60 yet, if I'm wrong. 
Have they scored above 60? Let's double check this. That's actually pretty bad um, if they haven't. Um, I mean, they've played a absolutely brutal schedule. That's that's what you can you can say. That's a knock, but they haven't contended really with any teams besides um, Indianola. Yep. So they have not scored above sixty. Oh, they've scored above sixty once, twice, no, once. That's that's not going to cut it. Yeah. Um, Johnson absolutely dismantled them on the road too. That's that, that's a bad spot for them to be in all right so that's my top 10 we've got one not walking northwest two Waukee, three kennedy four indianola five centennial six cedar falls seven valley eight iowa city west nine johnson ten ankeny um i'm just gonna i'm not gonna talk as much about the rest of these teams um that i ranked but i'm gonna give you maybe a, like a sentence description so sioux city east reality is they're gonna be hanging around the 11 to 10 or even 12, 13 spot for a while. Uh, you have to wait for these Western Iowa teams because they're not going to play the best comp. You can't jump and put them four early or like top five early. In my opinion, I mean, we're going to see with Ankeny playing them soon, how they match up. If they dominate Ankeny, then there's a legit top 10 deserving ranking. But if they don't do that, then it's going to be tough to just say, hey, you're a great team because your record looks great. The worst saying in sports is you are what your record is because the reality is, especially in high school sports, because schedules can be way tougher for one team than the other. So um, I don't think it's right to say, I mean, I've ranked these off resume, but you've also got to factor in how good your resume is. You can't just give teams benefit of the doubt because their record. So uh, moving on to 12, we got W Senior. They have a very good chance of moving into my top 10. Um They've played no one, but they've blown out every team they've played, and that's exactly what you're supposed to do against bad teams, so I'm not going to knock them yet. They're going to have a long time, I think, before they actually uh, prove that they're legit. Um, I mean, they look great while they're playing. I've seen a couple games of them. I haven't seen too much of Walker Tart. Been phenomenal. We've got some young guys stepping up, too. I think it's Jalen Johnson. Hayden Jacobs Meyer. I hope you're saying. I hope I'm saying his name correctly. He's also a very uh, quality player for them. So four and zero on the season. Um, lots of blowouts. They're playing great basketball. Their schedule. I mean, they got Western Dubuque. I'm not sure about Western Dubuque to be honest with you. How good they are. I know they recently lost to Iowa City Liberty. I think it was a good game. So maybe they'll be quality. Linmar. That'll be a good game. Um, they've got some like Wisconsin games, which is interesting. And then they've got Wallet Catholic. Um, their big tests kind of come down later in the schedule. They got Xavier, Kennedy, um, Cedar Falls, those types of schools. So I got them at 12. North Scott, they could move up. They're definitely possibly going to move up. Four wins, not great like resume wins, but they're playing good basketball. They've got some uh, good players. I saw some highlights from their win over Davenport Central, and they look pretty good. I'm not ready to write them as a elite team yet, but um, I definitely keep an eye on them. 14 Benton North, they'll be moving down with their loss to 
who they lose to. They lost to Central it. Yeah, they'll be moving down. They had a nice little three-game stretch. For Bettendorf, I'd be just playing for seeding. Um, I wouldn't say they're a team that's looking to go undefeated or any, or have one loss by any means. So it's fine. They can take an L, one L. I think they'll be fine for the rest of the season. Ames at 15, they're definitely moving way down. They had an impressive first two games against Fort Dodge and Des Moines East. Bad opponents, but they blew them out. Thought they'd be a little bit better, but three straight L's versus Ankeny, Centennial, and now Roosevelt. Kind of back down to like a 23 to 25 team, in my opinion. That's just off the top of my brain. 16, Iowa City Liberty. I mean, I'd probably keep them around this area. I don't think there's a much justification to just drop them or move them up. Um, they recently beat Western Dubuque. Good win. Beat Pleasant Valley, Western Dubuque. I want to say they got dismantled against Iowa City West. That's why they're probably going to stay at that 16 spot. 17, Council Bluffs Lincoln. Um, good team. Probably moving up based on uh, what's happened up top in the rankings. Um, they're actually a major slept on team. I know Tony Rowe has them top 10. I'm That might be jumping a little early on them, but he, uh, he knows a lot about preps, uh, prep hoops, so I'm not going to knock him for that ranking i think top 10 is i mean they're undefeated they're western iowa school that's your kind of that's kind of the comeback for anyone in central iowa or even eastern iowa is they're western iowa they're not going to play anyone for a while but hey they're a team with transfers that are good um i think people just are hesitant to jump on them mainly because they lost jameson gruber and josh Dix last year all right um 18 burlington burlington <clears throat> week schedule, but they're winning. <coughs> God bless me. All right. Their week, week schedule, but they're winning. They lost to Washington. That's a major black mark on their resume. They rattled off two straight after that. So they're definitely a team to watch. Murkichi Lewis Jr., a great player, phenomenal. Um, he's going to keep them in games. They've got some tests coming up. I believe they play... Was it? Yeah, they play Iowa City West, I think, in the future soon. So that'll be a good game. Um, they're a team you definitely have to watch. They've got, um, I think it's Jerome Martin. Um, he is a guy to watch as well. He's kind of the second second guy to Murky, Murky G. Lewis Jr. Again, I hope I'm saying his name right. I don't want to be butchering his name. Um, looking at their schedule real quick just to see because they're a team that's going to have that crazy good record, but you're going to be hesitant because who have they played? Um, They definitely have some players that you're going to be able to point to and mean some games that you'll be able to point to and say prove it games. So they got Iowa City West coming up soon. They play Cedar Rapids, Washington. We'll see if they get Trajan Sane back. Um, By the way, Cedar Rapids, Washington, extremely slept on, I feel like, at this point in the season. I'm not going to rank them top 25 or anything. But in the playoffs, if they get healthy, I mean, that's a team you're terrified to play. Um, yeah, that's probably it. Those two games, I mean, the rest of the schedule looks pretty weak. Um, so moving on to the next spot, Linmar. Scary team to play. They'll probably move inch up in these rankings. Wins versus Bettendorf and Prairie. The, I mean, their two losses are to, like, elite teams, Waukee, and then Xavier's like an elite team in Glasselier. They beat Prairie and they beat Bettendorf, but both close. So I'm 
I'm, I don't know. I'm interested. I think they get the edge over Bettendorf in my rankings now. I was wondering if that's – those first games you have to be pretty – you have to react like honey on a, a plate. You can't react too fast to um, to everything. You got to be slow with your reaction, not like water uh, sliding down a plate. You got to be like honey. Um, here we go. So we got 20 Urbandale. Urbandale – Weird team. I don't know what to really make of them. Uh, if you're a scoreboard watcher, you would have saw them only lose by like 16 to Waukee. It was like a 20-point loss. Um, I'd say like 20. I don't know if I'm going to move them down yet. Yeah, I definitely will because I think some teams' resumes behind them improved. So they'll probably be moved down in that 20 to 25 area. Not sure. Some team might sneak up and grab their spots too. So, um 21, Marshalltown, they're going to move up, 5-1. and one. They've got a loss to Urbandale. That's the big black mark on their on their resume. Actually, now thinking about it, I mean, I don't know if there's much justification to move Urbandale behind Marshalltown. You can't fault them for losing to Waukee. Um, they've lost to literally Centennial, Valley, Johnston, Waukee, and they kept it close with Centennial. Yeah, I don't see a reason – I mean, if Marshalltown played those four, five teams or four teams, they'd probably be else. So I don't think there's a fair point to move them down uh, below or ahead of uh, Marshalltown or Marshalltown ahead of Urbandale. Sorry, phone number must be two. 22, Davenport West. They're a weird team waiting to react on them. Don't have much to say about them. I know Jermaine Gardner, I believe his name is, is a quality player. Um, I'm not ready to react on them that quickly yet. 23, Waterloo East. They're probably moving down. Uh, they've lost to Des Moines East now. That's kind of the mark. That's going to hurt their resume. They've lost to Hoover. Uh, they lost to Cedar Falls. Cedar Falls, that's the game that kind of gave them this spot because they kept it close. But I'm not sure about if they'll stay in this top 25 next week. Norwalk moving up. They've got a big game against Indianola. If they win that game, their sky's the limit for where they move up. I'm kind of waiting for a prove it. They beat Winterset, and I believe Winterset's good. I'm not a, again, 3A, not my expertise. But they've rattled off three wins, and they beat Winterset, who is a decent team, at least, because they've got Dinkler. Um, and 25, Des Moines Roosevelt, they'll move up. They beat Ames. Um, their team, I, I really like Tay Jackson, and I think Sam King is phenomenal as well. They got George Williams still, I think, playing, and uh, Jaquan Bradley. Pray to God I didn't butcher his name. Um, their team, I was kind of expecting to take the Metro schools by storm. Uh, I thought it'd be Hoover and them. Hoover's kind of lost. I think Hoover lost to Lincoln. Like, the, the Metro schools is beat up on each other every year. I don't even understand what happens sometimes. With, like, Des Moines-Lincoln has some games where they just come out and play, like, like a top 15 team for no reason. Like, last year against Johnston. They literally were dominating Johnston, and then they had to forfeit the game because um, the rim broke because someone dunked it. I think it was Sam Tornabane. So, whatever. I mean, that's my top 25. They're gonna, It's going to change. Again, I believe these are the most accurate rankings. I'll say that again. Um, there's leeway with spots, but that's with every ranking. So moving on to what's going to kind of Tuesday night recap. Um, 
just so you guys are up to date with how it happened. I talked a lot about with like what happened uh, going through my rankings. I'm just going to briefly, briefly overview it. Um, and then we're going to talk about Friday because Friday is the day in the future that's actually going to be important. So um, we got some games tonight too I'll talk about. So we've got first game that pops up. We got Lemars versus Council Bluffs Jefferson. They dominate Council Bluffs Jefferson 0-7, I believe, on the year. Bishop Hillon beats Sioux City West. Sioux City West has Kievion Hayes, quality player, but just not enough. I don't think they'll uh, have really – any real playoff uh, hopes. And by playoff hopes, I mean like getting a second round or third round. Uh, Sioux City North gets dominated by Sioux City East. Um, Sioux City East looks good, but we got to remember their their opponents just aren't there yet. We'll have to see later in the season when they're tested. Norwalk versus Lewis Central. Norwalk dominates Lewis Central. That's a pretty statement win. That's impressive when you have kind of a look-ahead type feeling with that Indianola game coming up. Council Bluffs Lincoln dominate sergeant bluff sergeant bluffington i think that's how you say it. uh 56 37 quality team etn higgins guy to watch for burlington versus galesburg burlington gets the nine point win uh galesburg i believe is in illinois so they're not an iowa team but quality win nonetheless i don't think they're actually they're like two and four or something cedar falls versus cedar rapids kennedy cedar falls uh gets beat uh at home against kennedy Quality uh, win for Kennedy for sure on the road. That's probably going to be their big test. Um, they dominated Hoover. That's a game to look at for their resume. And then they have like a, almost a 100-point victory, so that's ridiculous. Bettendorf for Central Dewitt. Central Dewitt beats Bettendorf 52-48. Tough loss for Bettendorf. Um, but I, like I said, I wouldn't be too stressed. I think they're a 17-20 to 20 team, and um, you're going to take your L's in that range, so. Um, you just got to move on to the next one. I won't be too worried. They got Caden Wilkins, so they should be good in, in that eastern part of Iowa. North Scott versus Davenport Central. North Scott dominates by 21. They look really good. Uh, we're just going to have to kind of wait and see till they play a team that I'm going to be impressed if they uh, beat. Davenport West versus Dav- Pleasant Valley. Pleasant Valley wins by one uh, in overtime, I believe. Uh, Jeremy Lynn Gardner had like 17 but Pleasant Valley is able to come out with a dub. They're two and two. Um, interesting team. I'm, Pleasant Valley is interesting. I'm not sure what to write about them yet. Um, Dubuque Senior versus Iowa City High. 66-48. Dubuque Senior does what they've been doing, which is blowing out bad teams. Waterloo West absolutely throttles Cedar Rapids Jefferson. It's starting to look like Jefferson is going to be like really bad this year, and that sucks. They're just – I mean, last year they were actually like pretty good, in my opinion. So – they, I mean, they were average at least. I won't say good. Average. They beat Cedar Falls. Like that's Cedar Falls was almost like extremely close to playing the semifinals last year. So um, there's that. Um, Iowa City Liberty versus Western Dubuque. Iowa City Liberty gets a dub. I'm not. I wonder if they have the stats on this game because I've been waiting. Deshaun Deshaun Fisher had an incredible game. Um, He's extremely – he's one of the best players in the state, 26-6. and six, geez. Davenport North versus Muscatine. Uh, Muscatine throttles well, – not throttles. Why do I keep saying throttles? Muscatine defeats uh, Davenport North 66-62. to 62. Good win for the Muskies right there. Prairie versus Lindmar. Lindmar escapes with one point on the road, 42-21. Uh, to 21. Good win for Lindmar. Both their wins are separated by, like, I think, two points. 
Um, Iowa City West gets throttled uh, on the road, 67-56 to 56 against Waller Catholic. Well, we don't know what to mark that game up as. Is either Iowa City West is bad or Waller Catholic is really good. I believe Waller Catholic is a good 3A team, but that's still kind of a bad look for Iowa City West at this point in the season. Xavier versus to be Kimstead. Uh, I think uh, Hempstead's a team you can write as a bad team this year. 66 to 28, those to Xavier, they have been throttled this year by multiple teams. Um, I believe they have one win against Clinton. If I'm, I think I'm, yeah, one and four on the season. Um, Johnson versus Centennial, incredible game. Go watch it if you're really into Iowa high school basketball. It's incredible. 63 to 60. Uh, Winkle was huge in that game. Drew Shears hit a big three, but Roosh and um, Tate Proctor and uh, Jacob Simpson and all those guys, they produced as well. So it was a really good back and forth game. Ankeny versus Walking Northwest, very dominant win by Walking Northwest, only allowing 29 points. Ridiculous. Um, Marshalltown dominates Des Moines Lincoln. Big game for them. Uh, kind of proves that they can beat uh, bad teams by a lot which is a big moment for those type of bubble teams. Mason City uh, beats Des Moines North 48-43. to Nice win for them. Des Moines North starting to look like uh, they'll be one of the bad teams in 4A this year. Uh, Des Moines Roosevelt 67-57 to against Ames. That's a big win for Roosevelt. It's kind of a statement almost. Uh, that shows they're, they're going to be able to beat some of these teams that you immediately look at and think they're better than. So... Uh, or immediately look at and think they're better than Roosevelt. Um, Southeast Polk, 0-5 now. Dowling beat them 62-51. Um, this loss for me for Southeast Polk is kind of tell on them just being unmotivated. Uh, I mean, this was their win. <laughs> the Dowling was a team they could definitely beat, and Dowling's starting to prove they could be a top 25 team maybe. Um just bad losses by 20-plus in almost every game, which is a kind of hard to make an excuse for. And then Waukee versus Irvindale. They uh, dominate Irvindale because it was a 20-point game in, like, the third quarter. Um, the 12 points is mainly because starters kept playing in the fourth quarter, I believe, So, uh, and not Waukee starters kept playing. So that does it for um, last Tuesday. And now we'll talk about these upcoming games real quick. We've got Council Bluffs Jefferson versus Omaha North. Don't know what's going to happen in that game. Cool. Um, Suse North versus Spirit Lake. Uh, I'd imagine. I, I don't know both those teams' resumes. Valley versus Ames at 6 o'clock. Um, Valley is a real chance at beating Ames for sure. Um, that'd be a big win for kind of a young team. I believe they're pretty geared up to win that one. Uh, and on Humboldt versus Fort Dodge. I believe Humboldt will handle Fort Dodge pretty easily. All right, moving on to Friday games, we got Council Bluffs and uh, Jefferson taking on Bishop Heelan. Uh Bishop Heelan will probably come away with the win. Sioux City North versus Lemars. I believe Lemars will win that game. Not 100% sure. Sioux City East versus Sergeant Bluffington. We all know probably Sioux City East will dominate that one. Sioux City West versus Council Bluffs and Lincoln. Um, quality players on the court in this game, but Council Bluffs Lincoln is going to take, take the win probably pretty Pretty uh, handily. Bettendorfers, Davenport Central. Bettendorf will probably come away with that win. Cedar Falls versus Xavier. That's a really good game. Sucks for Cedar Falls. They're going to have to play Kennedy and then Xavier back-to-back. That's a brutal week. But <clears throat> good teams have to be good teams. So 
it'll be interesting if they can beat them i think they deserve their top six type ranking but if they can't then uh there's gonna be a question about how good they really are devonport west versus central do it um do it i don't know how you say it for sure but i think davenport west can win this game central do it did just beat uh bettendorf this will be interesting to kind of tell how that cues that quad city area uh will end up looking like fairfield versus Burling- burlington burlington um I'm assuming Burlington's going to win this one. Uh, again, with some of the teams they play, I'm not going to know they're like Max Wheaton's I know is from Fairfield. He's pretty good. He's averaging like 20, I think, this year. Um, and then we've got Cedar Rapids-Jefferson versus Cedar Rapids-Washington. Washington hopefully wins that game. They need a win bad. That's kind of a desperation type game. Cedar Rapids-Kennedy versus Prairie. Potential big uh, blowout here. Uh, it's at Kennedy, too. Prairie, I don't know. I, I question their ability to put points on the board. Um, then we got Iowa City Liberty versus Iowa City High. I got Iowa City Liberty probably winning that game. Sorry, my dog in the background wants to go outside. All right. Um, then we've got, geez, there's a lot of games. Um, Muscatine versus Assumption. Um, I think Assumption will come away with that one. Davenport North. That game against Clinton is kind of just a game everyone will overlook. Pleasant Valley versus North Scott. North Scott, I think, could will win that one. Walter Catholic's going to dominate to be Kimstead, probably. Uh, moving down, I mean, Ankeny versus Dowling. Dowling, I mean, Ankeny's got to win this one uh, if they have any real, uh, real look at being a good team this year. Des Moines-Hoover versus Des Moines East. Hoover, I mean... Hopefully they they win that game. It's weird with these Metro games. Indianola versus Norwalk, probably the top, one of the top games of the night because Johnson versus Valley is also, and Waukee versus Centennial. Um, but Indianola versus Norwalk, big game for both teams resume-wise. And then we got Johnson versus Valley at 745. That's a huge game. It's at Johnston. Valley is looking to kind of make a statement to show they're good. I think a blowout against Johnson would be huge for Valley's resume. Marshalltown versus Fort Dodge. Marshalltown hopefully gets that one. Um, Roosevelt versus Tumwa. A quality win for Roosevelt if they can just dominate them because Roosevelt's a weird team. These Metro teams can just not show up some nights and get beat. It's weird. Urbandale versus Southeast Polk. I mean, Southeast Polk is desperate at this point for a win. It's at Urbandale. I probably, I mean, I like Southeast Polk's players. They got Lincoln Cantrell and Riley Edwards, but it's becoming really hard to kind of give them the benefit of the doubt of having returners. So I literally cannot tell you who's going to win that game. Waukee versus Centennial. I've got Waukee. It's at Waukee. That's going to be tough. Wait, is it at Waukee? Really? I thought it was at Centennial. Huh. All right. Um. So that's the Friday uh, night kind of game slate. Uh, I'm going to try to be coming out with these podcasts way more often. Saturday, we've also got some games, by the way, to keep uh, pay attention. And we got Ankeny versus Sioux City East, um, Waterloo West versus Cedar Falls. I believe there's also like a tournament um, kind of thing going on. So there's some teams that will be playing like in East way Eastern Iowa, like Quad City. I know Pleasant Valley and Davenport Central looks like are in a game or something. The scheduling looks weird. Oh, Roosevelt versus Council Bluffs Lincoln. That's a cool game. Um, that game will also be interesting for Council Bluffs Lincoln. So 
that will do it for this show. Th- 40 minutes? Dang, that was a little long. My bad. Um, next episode, I think we'll try to do Friday night. I'll, I'll record it, and then we'll do Saturday morning post. Um, and then Monday, I'll try, or Sunday, I'll try to do a rankings podcast as well. So, starting to get going in the winter season. Um, we've got a lot of basketball that's going to be played. So, I'm excited for it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hope everyone is doing well. God bless and have a great day.